and we got a recording okay welcome back to the boys experience podcast where we got dakota or dj nicely and kyle small bean uh today we have a different uh guest on one of our good friends peyton so if you want to peyton go ahead and say hi hi so today we got some uh, pretty interesting topics um uh, i think we're just gonna get right into the topics today um uh, yeah today we're gonna talk about the first topic is the activision lawsuit now uh this has been an ongoing thing apparently but it's just getting released now to the public and uh basically if you guys don't know the gist of it uh Activision, the company that makes Call of Duty, or the parent company, if you will, is being sued by California because of a sexual harassment issue in the offices. Um, There's been a lot of talks about somebody killing themselves in Activision. That's not a good thing. Um, And a lot of controversy around it. A lot of people are speculating that it's the reason why the game sucks right now. Which, uh, I don't know if that should be the point of conversation but i think we'll get to that uh anyway but i want to get your guys' thoughts on it dakota if we could hear your thoughts mm-hmm. oh yes of course <laughs> uh well as you mentioned uh of course there is the uh the telltale uh sign in the actual uh like california uh, lawsuit if you read into it they have an example in there where uh, one of the female employees uh, actually killed themselves uh, and it's uh, cited uh, as a tragic example in the lawsuit uh, where they were uh, the, the employee actually committed suicide while they were on a company trip due to uh, a sexual relationship she had with the male supervisor in Activision uh, which they found later that the male supervisor was found by the police, and he uh, he brought a butt plug and lubricant on the business trip. You know, they were trying to get... Uh, nice. Uh, something going on yeah, over there. They were trying. Uh, and, and another employee confirmed that uh, the, the female that killed herself on the business meeting uh, was suffering from a lot of other sexual harassment at work as well. Uh, and uh, specifically, one time at a holiday party, the the female worker in uh, the conversation Who'd here, do? Uh, someone somehow, uh, yeah. probably the the male supervisor she was having this relationship with, had a picture of her uh, vagina, and they were passing it around, looking at it and uh, talking about it while she was there. Okay, well. That in itself, I think, is pretty gross as human beings to just talk about the human side of it. You know what I mean? Just to think about passing around somebody that you work with that you should, and I guess in theory are pretty close with, uh, nudity picture, nude pictures. Like, I feel like that's, that's a pretty, uh, big red flag for, uh, Activision. And I, uh, I don't know if it describes what's going on at the company. You know what I mean? Like, if this, this is a telltale sign to show you how Activision runs itself. Uh, or if this is just a one-time small group mishap, maybe? I doubt it, you know? I'm sure that this is uh, uh, a company issue pretty much throughout their offices. But... 
um, you never know, you know, some people are just shitty people. And uh, that that is a really shitty thing to do, you know? And my, my question to you guys is, what do you think Activision is uh, going to do about this? Do you think they're going to try to cover this up? Do you think they're going to try to uh, throw it under the bus like it's not happening? Or do you guys think that they are going to uh, accept their consequences here? These are pretty serious activations. These are serious accusations. I feel like regardless of what they do, um, it looks really bad on them. And th I feel like the best way they should do it, they should obviously own up to it and uh, fire the people. And actual uh, more than fire, obviously, like right people deserve at least some yeah. sort of punishment there should, there should definitely be some sort of actual like judicial punishment from like the government or something yeah or the states at least like and i believe that's why california got involved and that's yeah. why they're yeah. suing as a state instead of it being a private lawsuit um i don't know how much of it can actually leave the courtroom you know because uh I know with certain ongoing investigations, especially with a company as big as Activision and as serious as a, of a uh, lawsuit as this is, um, I'm sure that most information cannot be released at least until a little until while after. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably going to be closed until it's done at least. Yeah, I mean, so, we can see some of the information obviously because that's how we know all this stuff already, right? But I'm sure that's just like ice breaking for the rest of the stuff that they have there. Right. And, and also, I mean, it's a supervisor that's involved for that specific case, right? So like, it's yeah. not just like the workers, like they were an Activision supervisor. So they were in like, like power position. Like, Yeah, the, that, that seems to be a big issue, not with just uh, Activision in a sense, but with uh, companies just putting power or people in a powerful-esque type position in their company and them being just complete assholes whether that's through gaining so much power they get the ego or that is through just being assholes in general and that's how they got the role um that seems to be something that is very uh disappointing i feel and uh, uh, another thing i want to cover here is uh I'm pretty pretty disappointed in hearing these this news from Activision. I really I played Call of Duty pretty much all my life, right? And to hear that this company is doing such things or allowing even such actions to happen on the uh, in the workplace is a, is quite fucking ridiculous, you know? Because I mean they're a big company, they make billions of dollars. Um, I feel that they have to pour some assets into certain things, you know? Uh, and how big they are on, uh, certain things going on, especially in the world last year. How they were very supportive of, uh, certain movements, and they were always talking about these movements, uh, on social media. And now to pretty much kind of go against that, and, uh to come out and be like yeah this is a uh, this is how it's actually ran it's almost like a frat house that's really disappointing to see you know uh as fan uh, fans of call of duty i assume we all are here i was gonna switch to battlefront uh battlefield anyway that was not the topic 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Could someone uh, actually respond that's gonna actually answer? Like, is this, is this disappointing for you guys? Or... I think this it's just, disappointing this, for this everyone. Is... Yeah. I mean, anyone I don't that feel cares like it's disappointing it should... as a Call of Duty well, fan. I yeah. think it's just in general. It's just disappointing as a human. As a human. As like, like, yeah. Right, but I mean, like, I mean, as, like, as a human, as a Call of Duty uh, player, like, you wouldn't, honestly, n nobody, you know, should no nobody shouldn't be disappointed, you know? They, they sh should be mad at Activision for these things that they've done. And um, whether you've, you know, supported Call of Duty or you don't, uh, these are humans we're talking about here. In these, uh, and at the end of the day, you need to, like, they, they definitely need some changes in the offices, for sure, after that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think we'll see any more news on uh, that lawsuit. Because I'm pretty sure uh, the direction they're gonna take is they're gonna try to cover this shit up as much as they can. You know what I mean? Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. What do you guys? What do you guys think the direction is think, that they're gonna take? Uh, that uh, like they're honestly, another an, another problem with the uh, with it being that California is uh, like the one suing mm. instead of uh, like a a private lawsuit or whatever, right? Is that if if California wins this case or whatever, right? You know they're gonna probably like demand a fine and then like you know maybe like that the uh, people involved get fired, etc. Stuff like that, right? But uh, like, what happens to the actual like victims at that point? Like, are they they just get nothing or like what out of this whole lawsuit here? Yeah, right. what kind of like compensation? Like, like what compensation get? do they get at that point? Like, do they get anything or is in it just like what, a different workspace? Like, in in theory, like, and what um, what? Not money that there's anything that really that, can compensate yeah, that. Yeah, nothing's right, gonna like, really compensate that type of treatment, you know? And that that's. Uh, a really big issue because like I said at this point it's kind of like uh, it's not repairable right if I'm if I'm those people uh, I'm definitely gonna be leaving the company and uh, I, I would be staying keeping my distance from everything so they're obviously not staying with the company and uh, the, the also I, I figure that um, over time we're as we get updates after the case is over and stuff like that like that that doesn't leave them you know just because the case is over doesn't mean the trauma oh, yeah, that no. they get it's, is over I mean, you know so it's like gonna, it, it's definitely still gonna be there yeah so definitely disappointing very very disappointing that that was let uh to have happen in a workplace and uh, even have like that that's a worry that people have to have nowadays because uh, I feel like you, you should never have to worry about, you know, harassment at all, let alone sexual harassment or harassment in your own workplace that you have to go to work every day to. Um, and that a, a, as a person that um, I'm very against it, uh, as, as like I'm very against sexual harassment, as you guys have seen as or, everyone yeah, should as be. everyone should be <laughs> but i yeah. personally like it, i can't 
if I see it happening, I can't let it happen. I won't say who uh, or give names, but uh, at our old workplace, we had a creepy dude as our boss, and he uh, he was really gross around the woman in our workplace, and specifically I, I under, younger under aged women. Yeah, and uh, I had. Uh, I'm like 90% sure I got fired to actually on my last day of like two weeks so that they could cover their ass but uh, Yeah, that that happened at my old job and that was it's just gross in general, you know like to, to even have Something like that happen uh, It's just gross and I can't stand it and I can't stand people who are like it uh, It's one of the uh, Things that I like if I could make disappear tomorrow, it'd be that. Um, yeah. But I'm I mean, glad just... that it was. I'm glad that those people came forward, you know. And California has said, "Hey, we're not gonna let you do this. We're suing you, and we're gonna make sure that there's some justice. At so like, at, there's like some type of justice. I don't know how much a fine does. That's my issue yeah, there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I just hope that they get like an actual like sentence, sentence or something yeah. Yeah. because a fine for a multi-billion dollar company is like slapping Nothing. a wrist of yeah. a child and yep. it's like it's like don't do that again timmy but like th they can do it if they want to like it, right. it literally does not affect them that's almost like the um the issue with us we keep suing pharmaceutical companies uh yeah for their position in the opioid opioid ah fuck it opi opioid 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 like trust yeah, yeah. fuck that uh-huh opioid <laughs> 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 but that crisis uh they uh their their role in that was a huge role apparently and we only are making them pay a certain amount of billions of dollars and you, you that sounds like a lot but if you think but about not it, not for them. Yeah, not if at you all. think about it, everybody needs fucking medicine, so um, they, they they don't have to worry about the money. The money is there for them. They have an infinite, uh, they have an infinite amount of cash flow coming in. So, dude, that that comes up to my another like to my other topic on this. Um, do you guys feel like fines in a case? That is dealing with sexual harassment uh, issues so, or any harassment should, issues. Should that should fines be taken out of the equation as a punishment? So, I don't feel like it should be. I feel like if anything, they could the add bust. that on to another punishment. So the federal law for sexual harassment: twenty years in prison with fines of their choosing. Depending. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, do you think also, that that should be? A, uh, so do you think the fine should be a secondary um, tack on to I think yeah. it should be they definitely should be prison and then definitely yeah. also fine but I think uh, at least a large portion of the fine should go towards the like the victims actual in the situation yeah. yeah right they did make a person die right yeah yeah they did literally workplace harassment and bully someone to committing suicide uh so yeah definitely needs to be a uh, prison i think that all the people involved definitely need a prison sentence 
uh, I don't know how that like all that stuff works because I'm not that familiar with our justice yeah, yeah, system on that. I, I don't claim but, to be a super master yeah. of it or anything like that. But. but I do think there definitely needs to be a bigger punishment than a fine. And if the, there is a fine, it needs to go, in my opinion, 100 percent towards the victims of what happened, you know, whether in the victim's family of the poor girl that's suicided because of this issue. You know, this is a this is a horrible thing. <laughs> To have happened it gives a bad name not only to these people and to activision as a company but it also gives a bad name to you know people who make uh video games because now everybody is probably thinking well if you make video games you're basically working in a frat house uh at yeah, least i, I mean... would think so because the way they were they've worded it in the article is uh or in most if not all the articles uh is that did this lady or this lady said it was pretty much like a frat house like they were drinking on the job they were sexually harassing people on the job like it was really bad and uh i think that's a really big uh issue because now everybody thinks well this is what it's good what is this what it's like with all the gaming companies you know i wouldn't well, awesome. Not even just that, but like, think of how many games, like, not just Call of Duty, that Activision is a part of. Part of. Right? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. so there's a lot of game dev studios that are under Activision, and uh, it gives them a really bad reputation and name. Um, and I, I think that uh, if I'm. And they're also connected to PlayStation or to Sony. Uh, with the exclusive deals, and that that also has to really hurt Sony. As a company, I, I can't imagine this is going to be any good for Activision as a company, which I, to be honest with you, I'm actually applauding that. I'm really hoping that it does kind of make Activision suffer here. Because they, I think that what they need is a kick in the ass. I don't know about you guys, but I'm, uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely I mean, thinking a kick in the ass is something that I mean, that's kind of what you have to do with all these like large businesses right like right. the the businesses at the like front of the the field that are like just so massive that like we were saying you know a, a fine doesn't do anything right but what does something you know like people not like like taking their like games like you know boycotting and stuff like that not that anyone's probably going to boycott activision uh, yeah no or if they do, it's not going to be like a large enough amount of people for it to matter. But. And I think another issue there, you know, trying to do a boycott or something like that is how many games Activision has their nose in. Like they're everywhere in this gaming industry. Uh, there's not really a game that Activision, you can't look at a game and be like, oh, you know, or there's quite a few games that you can be like, oh, you know, that's owned by Activision nowadays. Or at least they have a part of it. Or they have a part. They yeah, they have a piece of that game, um, and, and that that's just a really, it's a really really horrible time to uh, to have to be a game creator under Activision. And I'm sorry for all those people, and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for those people that uh, had to go through what they did. Uh, and I hope that if anything, what comes out of this is a big change for Activision as a company and all all companies Hopefully, really any any company yeah, that's like every that company almost. that's having this issue I, I hope it's taken a lot more seriously after this and it shows the severity of uh, what something like that can do to somebody 
So, uh, I think we've uh, covered quite a bit of that. And, uh, yeah, I, we could probably honestly just talk about yeah. sexual harassment in the workplace for the entirety of the time we're here, honestly. But yeah, uh, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll hold off on that. We'll, we'll we'll continue to talk about it as updates come out on it. Uh, and uh, again, that that would be all. I think to sum it up, all of us here from the boys' experience are really sorry to hear about what happened with those people. We uh, with. Uh, I, I'm saying people, but I think it's just women, right? I'm really sorry to hear about those. What happened to those? I women. mean, I'd assume it's. I assume it's at women. least ninety percent. Yeah, I don't think okay. of, uh, any guys, but just in case, you know, I'm really sorry to ha hear what happened to you guys over there at Activision, and I hope that uh, Activision can at least make it up to you at some quarter of a way. I really think it's going to be hard to, but uh, I hope there's a change after this. So, uh, but let's. Uh, get on to our next topic here that i do want to cover because it's a a pretty interesting one um it, it also has to involve a big tech company as we all know google google had a subcontract uh a subcontracted company from google has decided to create a union and google signed off on it so there is a union now under the google name and uh as we all know unions have been kind of disappearing from the world lately because obviously companies want more control and they don't want to give you the control um amazon <clears throat> yeah um so uh, i think that's a pretty big step forward for uh labor workers as a as a whole or just workers in general as whole because um obviously these are dev teams that work for google uh and now that they're under a union, Google can't just threaten their jobs and stuff like that. And uh, I think that's pretty important to recognize as a company, as a people. Uh, and I wanted to get some of your guys' thoughts on it. Dakota, I'd like to go f with you first. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, I think unions are, are never, like, a bad thing, right? I mean, right. like, the, the main... The, the main thing that people complain about with unions is that if you're part of the union for said, uh, like, workplace, then they take union dues out of your paycheck and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, I mean, first of all, if that's your complaint, you don't have to be in the union. Right. Second of all, uh, if that's your complaint and you're in the union, what, you think the union's operating for free? Right, like they have they have people that work in that union for you, and you want them to just work for free, like it doesn't make any sense. Well, that and also day in and day out, these union workers are uh, pushing to make your workplace safer. They're pushing to make your pay higher. They're pushing exactly. to do all these things. So to give them a little bit of a compensation for that, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I see, and I I think a lot of people uh. I think big companies have given unions such a horrible name uh, for the fact of that they they don't want to obviously have a unionized uh, people underneath them because it doesn't make yeah. sense for them to. Uh, but I, I'm glad that people are standing up to uh, these big work or big companies and that uh, companies are like, yeah, we probably should give them the uh, time the. Uh, the freedom to unionize so that way they can you know argue their point 
and uh, Google accepting that is pretty cool. Uh, whether they had to accept that by choice or by the actual people, uh, who knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that's a pretty interesting. Kyle, do you want to give a comment on that? Um, not, not really. I think you covered most of what I wanted to say about it. Okay. Uh, Peyton? No opinions. No opinions? No opinions on the your statements. Uh, Mason? <laughs> Mason's not here. Uh, he is here. He is here. Uh, he came back. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to support, like, any type of, like, action for this company anymore. Like, what are they, like, I think you just covered most of what's happening. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Fair uh, point. But I think, uh, yeah, I think that Google is the uh, heads or thumbs up for Google for supporting no. the workers no. as best as possible. And, uh, I hope hopefully, the best for those. Uh, uh, I hope the best for unions yeah. going forward. To be honest. Yeah. Hopefully, Amazon uh, gets on the train there. But uh, <laughs> with, with, now that Bezos is out of the CEO chair, we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah, but. we'll see. You know, you never know nowadays. Uh, we'll go to uh, topic four, which is going back to gaming. Uh, uh, the topic here is Battlefield 2042. Um, the new game mode that they created called Portal. Uh, it is basically called it is called Portal, and it is basically a Forge inspired game mode. If you guys have played Halo, um, it is the and, building, but yeah. It yeah. is uh, it is inspired by Forge is what is believed, and it is created or it was created on the idea that the community has all the control to make unlimited amounts of game modes that they can put into their portal playlist, so that way they can enjoy. You know, you can enjoy the game modes whether it be thirty two v thirty two defibrillator versus knives or anything really, which I think is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really nice idea, and you can do it on any map that they put in the game as far as I've heard. So uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that because I know that Kyle, you play a lot of, you're a big Halo guy. Uh, we played Forge a couple weeks ago, actually, I believe. I'm not mistaken. And uh, this hey, is a, uh, this is a pretty, pretty cool thing I'd say for most people that play first person shooters. Um, I think it, I think it's a good idea. The only thing is, is um, I don't think it's as um, I don't think there's much depth to it as Halo Forge, in my opinion. From at least looking at what they added, I think it's mainly based off of custom games than Forge because you're not really building anything. You're only really creating game modes on pre-existing maps. Yeah. So I think generally, I think it's based more on custom games, which is a cool idea. I really think it's nice that they're bringing back like old um like older weapons like older character models stuff like that i think that's a cool idea but um i feel like it's not as innovative um as it could be you know what i mean yeah they definitely have a lot to improve on it and i'd say that uh for the most part it's definitely a work in progress but as they work with the community on it um hopefully it becomes it's uh, own, uh, its own image, if you will, its own lifestyle and the community. I'm sure the community will enjoy it immensely. Um, 
as long as they build out an anti-cheat for the game uh, this time around, because we all know anti-cheats are apparently expensive. <laughs> Even though Norton's free. You, you know, you uh, know, actor can't make that. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Dakota, do you have any thoughts on the Portal game mode in Battlefield 2042? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Do you not care? I, I mean, I think it's cool that uh you know you can make like the custom uh game modes and stuff on there right but honestly i think to me aside from the the like custom game modes the the coolest part is just like like having access to previous uh like battlefield uh stuff right because like anyone that's played battlefield will tell you that uh like battlefield Three fucking F thirty five is is like completely different from like the battlefield uh, hardline fucking like helicopters and shit like that, right? Like right. The they're just in, they have different like weapons and shit like that going from the different games for the most part. Different I mean, obviously, styles. yeah. Um, so I I think that's personally, I mean, just for me, I play Battlefield for like two things mainly and that's sniping and uh vehicle combat so uh i'm i'm more interested in the uh in the ability to use like previous game like like weapons and vehicles than i am in making custom game modes okay that's all i like to take um mason i heard you starting to speak so go ahead give it a whirl so if you guys know far cry Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, Far Cry 5 has a custom uh, thing called Arcade, which allows you to, like, you know, customize anything you want, and you can choose, like, props from uh, older Far Cry's and other Ubisoft games. Okay. And yeah. I think uh, that's what I'm hoping it for it to be, is, like, you just have a map, and you can, like, place down props and, like, build what you want like forge you know right yeah i think you have control of like most things other than ch- like completely building the map around or, like yeah, yeah. i don't think you get it... to build the map i think you pick the map is what they said like, yeah yeah because in far cry it, you start out with a playing field and you can like move the terrain around which i thought was really cool which should be in a lot more like custom games i think yeah, I kind of agree with you. I, I'm I'm on the... Uh, I really like... Obviously, Halo Forge is its own animal, right? It's the best... Uh, like, there's nothing that's ever going to beat it or be on the same level, I'm a, I think. I'm going to have to disagree. I think Reach is better. Well, I, I do, just too. Forge, just Forge in general. You know no, I mean? I mean, Halo Reach Forge, in my opinion, is better than Forge. I think well, no, Forge is no, a little I too complicated. No, I wasn't saying Halo 4. I was just saying Halo in general. As oh a, yeah, no. You said four. I got like. Yeah, oh no. Boy. Halo's. No, I kind of thought so too. Okay. Halo's Forge game mode will never be able to be like you know, beaten. Uh, I think that'll always stand on top. I don't, at least I don't think it'll happen anytime soon. No, no, not anytime soon. But that brings up an interesting, uh, an interesting thought of. Uh, we haven't heard too much about Halo Infinite recently. Um. It's been pretty quiet. Uh, might as well figure we cover it because uh, it is 
couple of us, especially me and Kyle, we big Halo fans. Um, what what do you got? Uh, what is the uh, number one thing you guys are hoping for for that game? Um, for it to not be like Call of Duty, for them trying to copy it. Okay. I want my big Covenant woman titties finisher. <laughs> like I'm a I'm a person. <laughs> I want I'm a person that uh. Yeah. I'm a person that doesn't really care for something like sprint. Like if it has sprint in the game, fine. Um, just have it work with um, just have it work with like the maps and um, different stuff. But mm. like, I guess the big thing would be like. Make it your own game and try not to copy from like other games. Try and make it back to what Halo used to be, which was pretty original, I think. Right? Simplistic, I think. Right. Yeah. So more simplistic. You can add other stuff to it. Just you know. Yeah. Keep. Make sure it still feels like the Halo that we all played before, where you spawn in. You know, you get a s select uh, weapons that are already selected for you and uh rock and roll and then make sure there's i think weapon drops are a big part of halo obviously you have the sniper the rocket launcher if you want to add more weapons then you can but just make them drops maybe and then have your specified loadouts that you spawn in with i don't think i agree with loadouts because they've done well, that no. with halo 4. No, no 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 like i said not not loadouts itself have the special special guns that you spawn in so like ar br game modes and then weapons on the ground that you can pick yeah. up Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no I know that loadouts are a very COD exclusive thing and they probably and they should stay like that, you know. I don't really have an issue with loadouts, but I know a lot of other Halo players do not like it too much. And that's that's you know, that's fine. It is so speak, talk, talk about loadouts. What about this new grappling hook thing that they have? So the thing with the grappling hook is I heard it's like a pickup item. So you can only use it once. And it's something you pick up on the map. It's like yep. uh, it's like equipment in a uh, Halo Three. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah they. Uh, I haven't, they changed I haven't heard anything about it. And which um, I I have hope that that'll bring a lot of new depth to the game too. That they add different um equipment items and stuff. Yeah, I think what that brings to the table is a lot more uh things you can do, uh, especially for clip hitters like yourself, Kyle. People that go for uh sniping clips and clips in general uh that 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 brings more depth to trying to hit those and hitting even cooler things that have already not been hit yet so hopefully that will be a benefit to the game instead of a nonsense or a nuisance of a I mean, item a clip hunting aside i mean i feel like it's just a cool idea in general because you can have right. a lot of different map design i think you can have um just a lot of different options you could do with different equipment, also different game modes and whatnot that you can do. Right. Um, there's a lot, and just different Forge stuff too. I hope they do a lot with Forge. Um, I hear they're trying to really make Forge a huge thing again, like really focus on it. Because the past couple of um, past couple of games, Forge was either left out like for a couple months and put in later, or was just really rushed, just not finished and. It wasn't easy to use. That's why I feel like Halo Reach had the one the best forge because it was the easiest to use and it had the most customization. Hmm. Which I feel like they should have that in Infinite at launch. Right. I feel like that's one big thing. Definitely is something that should be focused on is smoothing out everything, making sure it works fluidly, 
Uh, I think that's a lot of things companies miss is making your game look simple enough to use while also having as many uh, detailed features packed in. But make sure those features are smoothed out uh, and they work well with each other. So, uh, yeah, basically, yeah, I wanted... cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I think that leads into a slightly old thing. Yeah. Uh, just in general, new games nowadays just tend to come out like on release, not finished. Unfinished, so. right. And that's something that definitely needs to be focused on. The games that are coming out this year, praying that that delay for Halo Infinite was a really good thing for the game. It can only mean good, in my opinion. So I'm hoping that we get a really good, solid game. And I... The same thing with Battlefield 2042. They have a lot of workers on it. We've seen some gameplay from each side, and both games look really good, right? We we're all. Uh, I don't think any either of us uh, are doubting the look of the game and the quality that we're gonna get. It's depending on what they do, you know, to please everybody else, uh, and to hopefully balance out everything, and uh, we get a good ass game. So. I really quickly wanted to cover Halo because Halo is, uh, H Halo and Call of Duty, uh, those would be some pretty big topics on here. We're all big fans of both, so, uh, and then the next topic that we, uh, that we'll slowly walk into is, uh, pretty different from what we've been talking about today, because most of it's all been tech and, uh, controversy with, uh, work yeah, work-related stuff. But today, uh, th this uh, this topic that we're gonna cover, uh, I feel like we could definitely go in depth with it. Is uh, what we wish they taught us in school. Uh, Dakota brought this one up to me, and I really liked the idea because uh, I think that uh, our school system, at least in here in uh, America, could definitely have some improvements on what we could be taught better, or what we could be just taught in general. So. Um, Dakota, since you found out, or since you thought of the idea and the topic, uh, I'd like you to go first on this one. <laughs> okay, well, let's see, so, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna real quick say the, uh, the thing that literally everyone says, uh, is, why didn't they teach us how to do taxes in school? Uh, so, that one... Uh, I kind of agree with to a to a point, right? Like they can teach you the the slope of a line, which ninety percent of people are never gonna use unless you go into like some sort of mathematical field or like I don't know engineering, yeah, <laughs> something like that. Or you go into like carpentry or something, and you need to like architecture know, too. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Like anything building related or math related. That's pretty much the only time you're going to need that, right? Like, like I could not tell you the last time I was like, man, I'm glad I know how to how to learn the slope of a line, right? Pythagorean like, theorem. <laughs> yeah, or the anything like that, right? But, uh, but you know, taxes, got to do your taxes every year. Unless, of course, you're uh, Jeff Bezos, in which case you do them never. Uh but aside from uh, those, like, corporations and shit like that, you know, you have to do your taxes every year. Um, so that's pretty useful. You know, you'd think they could teach you that. Uh, 
and, and you know, I've heard that they've started like in some places doing that. Peyton said earlier when we were talking, actually, he said that they did teach him how to do taxes in school. Uh, you know, unfortunately, didn't teach us how to do that. I guess they uh, they they didn't think that uh, you know our our uh, couple year older selves needed to know taxes. I guess, but. Yeah, so, I mean, that's one thing for sure. Definitely one of the bigger things. Um, but, like, I don't know if any of you guys have seen the uh, the boy in a band fucking video from a few years ago. It was, like, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's, like, a song about, like, shit they should have taught us in school. Uh, but he, he, like, talks about a couple of things in there that I think are pretty useful. Like, uh... Like, they, you know, in, like, health class and stuff, they they tell you about, like, you know, basic, like, human anatomy or shit like that, right? right? If you have it. But, like, they don't teach you, like, any, like, basic first aid skills or anything. Like, something you might actually need in, in life. Like... Oh, yeah. Sure. Like, if you, you know, like, somehow slice open your hand, how do you properly, like, make sure you don't... Yeah, like, how do you make sure you don't, like, cause further damage to it? How do you make sure you stop infections? Right? Stuff like that. Um, and, you know, not that basic, you know, human anatomy, like, lessons aren't, like, you know, something we should have. Because, I mean, obviously you should know, like, basic human anatomy. But there's definitely some other things as well that could be, like, tacked on with that. Um, right. Kind of the same thing with like sex ed and stuff like that in school right like you have a a pretty basic grasp of sex ed if you even have it because you can opt out of having it if your parents don't want you to have it for whatever reason uh and some places don't even have it at all uh in their schools right so you know if you even have it it's just like a pretty basic thing like it doesn't go super in depth they're just like yeah you can get pregnant this way uh STDs are a thing that happen, and yeah, uh, you can figure out the rest pretty much by yourself. You're like, right. they don't really go in depth about anything <laughs> like that. This is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of diagrams. Yeah, um, and, and, and they just show you pictures, and they they're like, "This is what a vagina looks like," and it's like, "Okay." <laughs> like they also cool. show you a lot of videos that kind of like simplify stuff without actually explaining much. Yeah, they try to downplay the fact that everyone is like in. It, they try to downplay sex ed like it's not sex ed. It's like they're explaining like sexual related activities. To like a two-year-old child, yeah, right? <laughs> like, yeah, not fifteen and sixteen-year-old. And boys. they expect us to understand with that sort of explanation, which I think is, you know, not right. Yeah, I mean, if you look at other places in the world, like America specifically, is one of the only like we're like so anti like sex Everything. in our like whole culture, right? like like pretty much everywhere else they they teach you these things like throughout the entire time you're in school and like they just because nope. it's a normal natural shit with right. your body right it's like, a normal natural thing that happens with you but yeah i don't know if anyone else has anything to, to add on to there you know you know i agree uh i think that uh i really think that sex ed classes need to be taught 
mainly not for the f maybe uh for the fact of knowledge but for the oh yes exactly actually it's just i think that parents nowadays don't really do it at all and I, I i think that's a big issue you know the fact that parents won't tell their own kids hey this is what happens it's gonna happen it's normal but if there's stuff that you need to know about it and whether you want to have that conversation with me or not you know they gotta have that conversation because uh, then your kid's clueless and your kid doesn't know anything about that and that's an issue in itself because um, not, knowing, not knowing how to like how your body works as uh, as a young kid is really confusing um, and as a parent I I gotta say I'd feel pretty uncomfortable trying to tell my kid hey this is how it works no I said if I was a parent I would feel very uncomfortable with how to explain that because I wouldn't know the exact words to say. So maybe if there was a class I feel that teaches you, um, like, you know, this is what happens as you get older and this is what you're gonna, how you're going to feel and uh, just basic stuff like that um, would be pretty helpful. But um, as we live in a day and age now where uh, that stuff is sh shamed on. Uh, it, it is going to get harder to perform such things, and uh, that that goes with um, uh, that goes with anything with school, because a lot there's a lot of topics for school that uh, have their complications. And as you were saying, there's there's some math classes that are completely useless. Um, for the most part, depending on the field you're going into, not useful at all. So Some no science classes as well. Yeah, it's just it's pointless. They're just there to be there in a sense. When you could be learning a lot of other things. Um, but I feel that as the, that continues to grow as an issue. Um, if anything, that will be the issue that will get focused on the most and it will get fixed over time. Uh, at least I'm hoping so. And, uh, yeah, that's what I pretty much have to say on it, Kyle. I don't know if you have anything else that you want to tack on to, uh, what you wish and that school systems would change or the negatives of what's going on now in school systems. I feel like. High school definitely is just a place where you kind of learn how to interact with other. It's more of, uh, it's not even really Social about learning. the classes. It's about how to work with others and how to kind of deal with people, I think. Um, I feel like they give you a lot of options. Like, even even like those boring-ass math, math classes or science classes they have to go to there. You're barely passing, That at least in my case. Um... I don't know. I, I feel like some of it would be good for people because they might figure out what they want to do, but in other cases, they don't teach some of the necessities you need when you get out of high school. Um, like, especially, like, with money. Like, that, that is definitely one of the big ones. Where they don't really teach you how to uh, um, pay taxes or do billing and whatnot. They don't really tell you anything about that. And even doing, like... um college loads for the first time oh, yeah. i i was kind of like scratching my head like kind of thinking what the fuck do i do here for the first time for my first semester yeah. so it's it's kind of 
something they don't tell you. It's just um, kind of all sprung at you at once when you get out of high school. Because yeah, essentially you're an adult uh, after that. There, there should be a class for money organization skills. Like, uh, understanding uh, money and when it is a good time to spend it. Uh, I feel like that would stop... Uh, or that would fix a lot of people's debt issues, uh, whether that be because they're heavy gamblers or college loans or whatnot. You know, how to manage your money the best. Like a money management class would be, uh, I think in high school, extraordinary uh, for students. So that way they can understand it. Especially because most high school students, uh, I won't say most, I say some. Some high school students... Uh, are actually going out and getting jobs and they're uh they're, they're also, buying their own shit on top of that you know <clears throat> right like throughout this whole time like we we've said you know like it's like slightly at least in some percentage also like kind of a parent's job to like talk about some of these things right, right. but like there is a vast like populace of like teenagers and and shit like that in like high school and shit that don't have parents whether that be like you know their right. parents tragically you know passed too early or something like that or like they're in jail or something like that or they're you know they were given up for adoption and they're like foster kids right now or something like that right like they don't have that that like connection with parents to like talk to them about that stuff right so they mm. those are almost like need a class on that type of thing right like yeah i believe that like like your parents should teach you because they obviously know that and they should help like teach you with the stuff but it would be nice to just have a class that would help you even if it's you the shit. like one class throughout the like semester you have it that goes through multiple different things like this is how you do taxes and then it goes from that like one week to the next week you learn like uh, money management skills and then the next week you learn like I don't know something else that you need to know I can't really think of anything off the top of my head but you get what I'm saying right like right like just a class that overall teaches you adulty skills <laughs> right um, uh, another thing that I've always wanted uh, schools to do and it's simple and you really shouldn't have to teach it but this kind of falls back onto what Dakota just said about how some kids are growing up or growing up without parents or uh, parents that do a great job on explaining it. A class about having manners and patience, I think, should be a high school class. And my reasoning oh, yeah. to this is like professional skills. Yeah, professionals like just just to be able to handle yourself uh, in a professional uh, way. And also on top of that. Uh, to also be able to hold your patience a lot better because as a kid, you're uh, you're still learning, right? And um, I think something that a lot of kids nowadays struggle with is patience. Um, and uh, I think in society we have a really big issue of ADHD growing to be a bigger issue nowadays. And um, all of with that being said, I think that there should be classes to help these people out more there is but there's like it's not very well like organized if that makes sense it's not very well because i was in those classes and um i remember 
that those classes did not help at all. It was basically a class that you sat down in and you just had peace and quiet to do your work. And they didn't explain to you how to use that time correctly. So most of the kids didn't use that time correctly. We would use it on, like, to be on our phones and stuff like that. Instead of using it correctly, being patient, learning how to do our work. So Yeah, I had that same class. Yeah, and I feel like it just doesn't help that well. Uh, so, um, I, I think that could be done better, and that there's a better solution to that type of thing. And, well, um, I do have one class where it was like, you either do work because you can't do... You can't do nothing. You have to do work. That's what the thing was for one of my classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, those classes are pretty much pointless if you are not teaching those kids in those classes, hey, this is what patience is. This is what uh, it takes. Stuff takes time, you know, and uh, how to maybe control impatience in a sense. And be able to focus a lot easier. Techniques to be able to focus. Uh, so that, that's something that I also wanted to really quickly cover here. Because um, uh, quite a few of us here. I think it's me, uh, me, Mason. Uh, Kyle, do you have it? Do you have ADHD? I do. Okay, I know that three, I know us three have it. Uh, I don't know if Dakota or Peyton has it. I don't. Okay. I can't. Uh, I don't think it's as serious in my case. I think it's yeah. more ADD, but still, it's. Yeah. I I definitely had a hard time. Yeah. At least in school, like like they don't actually help you if you have these problems either. If it's right. not recognized or anything, it's just kind of like, um, either brush to the side if you don't say anything, or you're in those classes that you were talking about, and that don't really help. And most of the time, most of these kids do not say anything because they don't want to be outed in front of everybody as different. Right. Because I think, um, you know, not that I have like personal experience with uh, like having ADD or ADHD or anything like that. But I, I also think, you know, just from being like in the, the school system in general and like with kids that have those issues and stuff, you know, I think also a portion of that is just like teachers at least most teachers uh don't like they're not they don't know how to properly like handle that like they're they're not equipped to be like oh you need special attention uh right like let me yeah. give that to you right they're just trained to teach for the test that they have to give and not like individually teach they're they're just given this thing they're like you have to teach this in this amount of time and give this test and if they can't figure out the test they're you know not gonna pass class right yeah so, okay. that's also another thing i think we should talk about too uh standardized testing what do we think about that standardized like so g give me a like more of a could you narrow the topic here down a little bit more like, like the SATs. SATs. okay or um, any sort of standardized test like that yeah, yeah, or I like, think, uh, like state mandated tests. State mandated, yeah, because they're they're different. Um, we have what's called MCAS here in Massachusetts, at least. I don't know if they have something like different. Oh, we we have the SATs have over here in Michigan, and, and we have there's something the similar. yeah they we have something similar to that. I don't yeah. think it's called that, but it's it's, it's similar. Like oh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I I think that uh, I agree with you totally. I don't know if um. 
You see, the, the issue with those tests to me is that it, I think that it shouldn't make a big impact on getting into college because uh, they hyped this test up to the point to where I didn't get any sleep before mine. So I don't even know how I got a C on most of my SATs. So um, I, when, when we when people bring up a should SATs be a thing and how do we how do you feel about that type of testing? I, I think that that type of testing is quite overrated, and um, I, I think putting somebody under that type of pressure at that young of an age uh, is it, it's no good for them and nobody really. Because uh, like when you're a kid, what, what what are we thinking about really? I was thinking about the next Call of Duty match I was playing that day. Oh bullshit! I was thinking about fucking yeah. coming home playing video games after school after doing my homework. So cartoons for me. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like we're thinking about these things and then about what well, halfway I'd say sophomore year they tell you, hey, you know, you got to start thinking about this test yeah. that you take. Yeah, because like the MCAS test that I was talking about, if you didn't pass that in high school, you couldn't graduate. That's kind of how that was run. So like. If you did not pass this test, you're not allowed to graduate. And I think that kind of pressure is unfair to students that aren't oh, good yeah. test takers. Yeah, and I was one of those people that wasn't that great at, like, testing great. Um, yeah. I did really good on my homework, and I did really good on everything else. Just testing, I did not deal well with pressure on me like that. And uh, I, I think test, uh, how I think you should be graded in life is how hard you work towards something rather than how good you do on one singular thing because your worth that your work ethic should show your want to do well you know that should show your learning that your how how much your work ethic is and um that that's a really big issue now that kids have been taught that oh your life is decided by one thing um yeah that then it makes it to where you, you can't now um th these kids don't want to go out and do work because they're like oh well you know my life's just decided by one test in high school college so on and so forth that if i pass it i'll get this you know so why do i need a why should i go into the labor force especially people like that go to college thinking that college is gonna like completely farm and in some cases you know college does help it's college is a step uh, stepping stone i think but um mm -hmm. people think that them going to college for like a certain uh for a certain profession means they're just set for life that's just not true. yeah right yeah. and I, I think our school system and how it's ran is just not perfected any it's not even close to perfection so that's also things we need to change there uh another thing is that the school system, like, at least, I'd say 95% of the school system is geared toward, like, sending you off towards higher education towards the end of your career, right? Like, sending people, like, seniors graduating seniors to, like, college, right? But, I mean, there's more than college in the world. Right? Yeah, like, I there's do. trade schools, there's, you know, there's plenty of other things that you can do in life that don't involve at least traditional college right like yeah i think yeah. college is pushed a little harshly um 
Especially uh, like um big time colleges like four year yeah. colleges they go to, not like any like trade schools or or like a community, community college colleges that, that yeah. you could get the same degree at but for cheaper. Right. right. But because right. it's a community college, you know it's a community college. So they're like, Oh, don't it's not gonna don't make as much talk money. about the yeah. Your degree is not going to be as formal as if you went to a university. Like, who That's cares? Another it's thing the with, same like, these, degree. There's another thing with these schools as well that I don't like personally is they treat a lot of uh, a lot of, a lot of it is treated like a business more than an actual education, right? Which is really unfortunate because like, like it just doesn't work out that way. Like if you don't get the right education for this profession, you're kind of you know kind of is what it is. Yeah, right for for a slight example like you were talking about like first year of college and stuff like that right like my first year of college like like first of all it's entirely different from high school like unless you go to a high school that is specifically to prepare you for college it's an entirely different thing um but also like colleges in general for our four-year degree you you take your first two years of classes and those first two years of classes have nothing to do with your four-year degree you only need to take the last two years for your your actual degree credits for most four-year degrees, right? The first two years are just general education classes that they force you to take that have nothing to do with your actual major, but they just want money. It's like literally pretty much the baseline for that, right? Right, and they can push that on you because, I mean, where else are you going to go? You're going to go to one of the colleges that's going to do the same thing? You know what I mean? Because it's yeah, not they mandated. all do it. Yeah, it's, it's not regulated at though. all. And uh, I think that's where... Uh, I think that, that that's where the struggle is, because how do you regulate something like that? How do you regulate colleges to make sure that kids are getting the actual... And high schools, um, I should say. To make sure they're getting the actual pro like professional education that they need for the exact profession they're going into. And well, their see, time is not wasted. Way kind of the thing also on that is that like the state that you're in has like mandates for like uh the classes that your college offers like you're like uh for like I'll, I'll just use me as an example right so i'm going for my social work bachelor's degree right now right so uh the social work school is an accredited school by the state of michigan uh at eastern michigan university because they they uh had the like state board of social work and all that stuff like come in and like the board of education and they they like looked through the classes and what they teach and all that and they're like yeah this is good you're accredited to, to give people you know these classes and then when they graduate give them a, you know a rightful degree of social work right so like that stuff is like like state government mandated right but like when you get actually into the classroom, you know, they have nothing to do with that. Like, they right. have nothing to do with the actual teachers if the actual teachers are actually, like, teaching or anything like that, right? At that point, it's just the university. And hopefully, you know, if you're at, you know, a university, they and they have people that are doing poorly as a professor, et cetera, and, you know, they get reported and stuff like that. Oh, you know, hopefully they get fired, they give you a different professor, et cetera. But, you know, not every places like that right so yeah and that's i think a big issue 
of uh, the standard is way different depending on where you live, and I think that shouldn't be. You know, I feel like everybody should be held to a certain standard, especially for schooling and education, because this is your the rest of your livelihood. You know, this is not. This isn't just an education that you're getting that you need to know in general. You know, this this is this affects your future uh, and your profession that you're going to go into for the rest of your life. That's going to be your your money maker. And we all obviously everybody hates it when stuff is looked at it like it's materialistic, right? But you have to look at it that way. You know that because at the end of the day, that is what's going to be your way of living. So yeah. I, I think that there needs to be better regulations and uh maybe you just give that to the states and they do just decide on what they can and can't do but then i think states should have to have a minimum requirements uh to that way uh at least there's a minimum of what you what they can and can't do and um yeah that's that's a that's a pretty big pretty big issue in the american educational system i don't know how it is in other educational systems i don't know if uh, i know that some countries have their education just free um and that's yeah. pretty cool but you know never gonna happen in america never bro. gonna happen here i'll just gotta make so, money here yeah so um that that's definitely something that you could that we uh, i'm glad we tackled that uh topic in a sense i do have something to say about that though okay about the topic um i think the the way teachers should be like about their job should be better oh yeah for sure i had a teacher that used because, to literally try to bully me because there was this video i saw of some student just getting mad because the teacher this is where her, this is what her teaching was she would put down a packet and that was like the study guide like the test that was upcoming and he was mad about that because she's not teaching them right she's not yeah. teaching the students she's yeah. just sitting at her desk and i'm like i've had the same thing happen i think like, everyone's had some experience or they just read out of the book they don't really do anything yeah. they just right. kind of i had uh I took physics. Uh, oh, bad mistake. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. You're telling me. But uh, I took physics. I also, I had, first of all, I had physics and I had calculus uh, the same fucking semester. So, uh, but we're just going to disregard that decision I made. Uh, but, <laughs> so I had physics and the teacher for the class, uh, literally, this is her teaching. She would pop up... Uh, She'd pop up a PowerPoint on a projector, go through the PowerPoint on the projector, give us a packet to work through, and be like, here you go, guys. And then she'd go sit down, and she'd be like, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask me, right? Like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. There was, like, three people in the... Eh, actually, four. There was four people in that entire class that knew, like, how to do things. Uh, Like, pretty much just based off of like looking at the powerpoint and then like figuring it out ourselves through the packet and it was me my friend and then uh two of the other people in our class that were like the smartest people in our class right and then the, everyone else in the class was pretty oh actually we had a we had two uh exchange students that year actually one of them was from spain and he was also in that class and they already knew how to do it because 
they took that class and shit like that like way earlier in their school career. Right, because it was like, a necessary class. Yeah, yeah, because they were in Spain and their Spain fucking teaching is way better than it is in America. Uh, also, another thing about the calculus class I was in, we also that year had a Chinese exchange student, not to be racist, uh, but it, she just happened to be Chinese in our calculus class. Um, and she like literally knew how to do everything without being taught. Like we'd get the homework and she'd do it before the class was done without even being taught it. Cause she already knew how to do it. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I've, I got taught this like two years ago. She got taught calculus. Fucking like that. We get taught like senior year. Most of the time in in America, she got taught that in like her freshman year of school in China. And that's crazy. Like, yeah, I know. It's the standard is a, so different. Such a different standard. Yeah, yeah, I know. And that's why America's like thirty something and like smartness yeah. in the world. Well, like, <laughs> I also think that, um, uh, like, I, I really to go back on what Mesa said. I feel like teachers, uh, not only do they, but they need to focus more on teaching. I've had teachers not only hand me those packets, but I've had teachers, like, literally call me a fucking idiot before because I didn't know the answer to a question. Um, that could just be because I went to a certain school, you know? Yeah, well... But... I mean, that's... I mean, that's just a thing that happens sometimes with some teachers, right? Yeah. Like, like my sister before, I know, she had a class, and, uh, it was, like, the same thing, where they just, like, they... PowerPointed, gave you packet. There you go. Have fun. And uh, she asked uh, the teacher, like, why, like, how to do something. And she was like, well, if you were paying attention, then you would know how to do it. And she was like, I did pay attention. If you knew how to teach, we would all know how to do it because no one knows how to fucking do it. Right. So, like, it's just. Yeah, it's definitely like, slightly a teacher problem. And slightly the teacher doesn't just... come in and teach you how to do it they just go in there show them that this is their paycheck instead of the best yeah yeah i mean that's it's basically uh... the same it's like um it's almost like uh when, when i got hired at uh walmart uh and i went through that hiring process and then i did the online training videos and then when i got in there that y'all pretty much said good luck and then nobody oh. helped nobody taught me how to stock at all yeah, and I was taught by the fucking other stalkers. I was taught yeah, by yeah, no one. That's what they did. That's I was, what they did. I was thrown into the infant section for a good month. Dakota probably remembers. And Sharif just kept putting me over there. And he was like, you'll learn. I was like, huh? That's a no. But I mean, that's what they did, bro. They they have you do the online trainings. If they even had you do the online training. Yeah. And then they would find one of the other workers and they just throw like the new person to the other worker and be like, here you go. Uh, here's a new person. Uh, teach them how to work. Yeah. Like, and I think that in itself is ridiculous as, this, and that, like I said, it, it mixed was in with the, uh, the teachers need to teach, you know, and nothing else. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything else there. And, uh, I, I think over the years that's been lost. And hopefully it's found again. But our society is not really dependent on your education anymore. 
if that makes sense. You don't really need a college degree to do well. Become successful, yeah. Yeah, um, and that's pro- been proven with people like Jeff Bezos, who worked at McDonald's. Yeah, well, and then and well, Jeff that was Bezos the is he's got a popular, uh, popping, uh, rich family, so I wouldn't use well, a... Okay. <laughs> well, I would give um example. I guess. Elon Musk. Elon who, Musk. He, he I wouldn't use Elon people. Musk either. No, no, I'm asking, I'm telling uh, his workers because uh, Tesla, they hire people that oh, yeah. don't, 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 that don't need have an education, like a higher education. Yeah. Like, they don't care. Mm-hmm. And they'll train you as long as um, they think you're qualified enough, they'll just, they'll yeah. just put you in there. Elon you're a good said, person. Uh, well, how long ago was it? Elon said something like, uh, I'd rather hire a lazy person than uh, a person with like four degrees because the lazy person's gonna figure out the most efficient, easiest way to get something done. Right. right? Yeah. Like something like that. It, it was something to that degree, and I was like, "Well, he's kind of right." He's right? got a point. Like, in a sense, I don't know if I'd hire a lazy worker, but I'd hire somebody that's willing to learn, willing to learn how to do it the way they want it done. Yeah, and that's. I mean, there's definitely got to be a balance, especially if you're talking right. like Tesla, because they're making like actual cars and shit like that, right? So yeah, there's got to be a big responsibility on that. As well. Yeah, and but I think that um, like I said, teachers need to teach, and that um, the school system definitely needs a lot of changes. But uh, I I think to end off the topic, I want to uh talk about how does something how does something as big as a like as big as the united states is change something that's so drastic like or that's so important to uh how you change that uh how how would you go about if you guys had the the steering wheel on that how would you start changing that? Would you start changing it slowly over time? Or would you try to enforce everything at once? Uh, I feel like I it mean, has to be gradual regardless. Yeah, it has to be slow to a degree and also fast to a degree, right? Because right. if you do it super slow, then it's going to take forever, right? Yeah. But if you do it too fast, everyone's going to... I mean, everyone's going to be, be really confused. Almost. Yeah. So I, I'd say you probably would have to start like kind of how like... Uh, they stopped teaching uh, kids, uh, at least uh, to my knowledge, pretty much everywhere has stopped teaching kids how to write in cursive. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like, they realized that that's really not a useful thing. Like, you don't need it for really anything other than, like, maybe how to sign your name. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but other than that, you really don't need it. And even then, most things, like, you can electronically sign your name on shit now and stuff like that, right? So, right. Uh, but, I mean, like, they stopped teaching that, um, uh, like, a few years. They, they picked a year where they were going to stop teaching it in, like, I don't remember when they started teaching it, like, fifth grade or something like that, for me, at yeah. least, I think. Is when I was started. taught cursive in, like, elementary school. Yeah, yeah, third yeah, grade. grade. I, I was taught, I think, I think it was fourth or fifth grade I started learning it. Um, but they, you know, they fucking, they were like, all right, we're just going to stop teaching kids that. And then they picked a year and they stopped teaching kids that, right? So there was just a gap in that year of kids that learned cursive and then kids that were in the next year that just didn't learn it, right? Right. So, I mean, it would have to be a mixture of that 
like picking a year and then just like sticking with like that year being the year you're gonna you know choose to stop teaching that thing yeah so the and, one, by uh, year by year just starting yeah. to pick out things okay this is what's got to change this year this is what's got to change the next year and I, I don't think that change should ever stop when it comes to uh these schools or with, with our educational system because everything's things always changing. in life are constantly changing. changing right and i think that uh kids should get be able to get used to the uh ever ongoing changes that society goes through like for example it, like you know 60 years ago like were we ever imagining oh like a world where people could just willingly just be like hey i'm gonna make a spaceship and go into space right? right like i don't think anyone back then would have thought that was gonna be a thing they'd have been like nah that's just gonna be like the governments that go into space but no now there's billionaires that are like hey, i'm gonna go into space and they go into space right right so like especially now with like space flight and like space travel space exploration being like more of a thing right that could be you know it could definitely be like a like a i'm sure there's a lot of kids nowadays that are like interested in stuff like that right interested in going into space working for a company that does stuff like yeah, that like like uh like like aero engineering and stuff like that right um astrology anything like that right i'm sure there's definitely more kids nowadays than there was, you know, when we like were said, like 60 years ago or something well, like that. I mean, even, even, you know, like, you know, like 15 years ago when we were in like elementary school, like, I don't think most people back then at least were interested. Well, in... I think when we were kids, right? Uh, a thing that, um, not that we're super old, but yeah, not that we're super <laughs> old, but when we were, when we were little there, it's kind of like YouTube, right? Like there wasn't a space for it. Like there was, when you said YouTube was your job, they were like, what? You know yeah. what I mean? They're like, huh? And then nowadays it's like, oh, okay. Because it's got, it got normal. Um, and over time there's going to be certain like companies that close. Um, and there's going to be certain companies that uh open up over opportunities and uh aka youtube yeah. and then um you have i don't know what's a good example of a company uh, toys r us like oh yeah they uh, yeah. they closed because their market was destroyed by amazon yeah and that makes sense that that makes true sense um that stuff is changing so drastically nowadays that you you have to prepare for it and if you don't, you're crazy. So, uh, definitely something, definitely a good topic. Um, one that will probably, I can see, uh, it coming back up in the future of our, uh, talks that we have going on here. Uh, but oh, I figure I mean, we'll get it into the last topic here. Uh, cover it. Uh, since we're rolling up on that hour 30 mark, figure we'll cover the topic and then we'll see you guys in the next episode. But... Uh, next topic is going to be, I believe, the Amazon top. Oh, yeah. So this topic we're going to cover here is about the Pentagon and how they canceled the uh, the deals with uh, Amazon and um, Microsoft. Microsoft, yes. Uh, for the cloud services and um, storing 
you know, basically government secrets, I only can assume, uh, in their cloud servers. Uh, so, and I wanted to cover how... Microsoft was complaining, I think, right? Yeah, About the fact that it was just Amazon that was getting uh, the sole, like, they only were talking to Amazon about it. And I, and I wanted to talk about how, how you guys feel, and do you guys feel that that's a good thing that two companies have control and kind of split it uh, down the middle? Or do you think that's a bad thing that there's two powerhouse companies that now have what we can only understand as probably government secrets? I mean, that's basically... I mean, you are talking about Pentagon information here, you know? This isn't Toys R Us. This is the Pentagon. These guys have military secrets that nobody knows about. But um, with that being said... Yeah, well, I think that kind of brings up just the point in general of do you think that they, like, the companies themselves are going to build some sort of, like, backdoor into their system where they can see the government secrets? Right, because well, that's almost worried like, about, like uh, other government, or, uh, other countries, right? other people, yeah, like hacking it or something. Yep, and uh, and uh, again, Microsoft's pretty secure, right? Microsoft has a pretty secure system, and uh, in terms I think, of large companies, yeah, I'd right. Say. And uh, I think Amazon, as sometimes they have their issues, but for the most part, you know, I think that it's safe to say that our if we have secrets in the government, there. It'll be okay, but um, does that sh does that scare you that these two companies have that much power? That uh, in, in theory they have that much power. They have probably plans that nobody else has, and in their systems and stuff like that. I'm sure they have security like guarding it like a motherfucker. But like, dude, that's gotta be that's gotta be sort of terrifying for some people in their minds. Because I know some people freak out about how the government. Uh, will give everything to one company. Um, and our government's always operated, I feel like, on a basis of only s one person can know so much because uh, oh, you don't yeah, want one person know. knowing everything. Um, but then that leaves the issue of, well, now that one person that knows this information, he disappears, then what happens to that information yeah, he has you know is, so yeah. I, I don't know it's a definitely it's a really that's where the cloud service comes in handy oh, yeah. right? and that's where the cloud service comes in and uh do you think that type of uh power is uh too much or do you think it's a good thing <clears throat> i mean personally i think the only the only thing that i have like an issue with here given everything works correctly as it's supposed to, is just like Microsoft and Amazon are already such large companies, right? That right. It, it almost feels like they could give like a smaller company like a chance there, right? But also to that degree, right? Like Microsoft, Amazon, all that stuff like that, right? They're, they're like formidable known names, right? Like they're probably not going to fuck this up Right. Right. <laughs> so if you if you give it to like a, one of the smaller companies, right? There's always that slight. Chance. I mean, there's still the slight chance. Right. But I'd say it's probably slightly larger, larger. that they fuck it up and then boom, um, you know, all of uh, 
everything the Pentagon had in the cloud just goes bye-bye. Russia takes it. They're like, thank you for information, comrade, right? Like, <laughs> Thank you for information, comrade. Yeah, that's like, I was always, that's like, that's something that's always worrying, right? Because um, it's, it's not just Russia, it's China, you know, China and stuff well, like that. I'm like, sure it's like every country. Any country, has, yeah. Any country. the ability to, at least. I don't think uh, I don't think Haiti is trying to steal American secrets, but uh... nah. But like I said, you never know. There's there's obviously, and every country has an operation. You know, as a, as a human, I think we all here could gather. Hey, Russia, the United States, China, all these big countries, they have operations to find out everybody's secrets. Yeah. Um. I mean, you'd be dumb to think they know. Yeah. And um. And we, we definitely don't live in a perfect world, you know? These Some countries we have pretty intense relationships with, uh, which we should, you know? I don't, uh, like, I, a lot of people have argued North that... North Korea? Well, I, a lot of people have argued that we shouldn't have such a tense relationship with China and Russia, and I, I personally believe that that's not a terrible thing, you know? Because these 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 countries have and uh, have said they will do terrible things to other countries. Like Russia taking out Ukraine's power for how many weeks? You know, that's their infrastructure. Fucking, what's going on in China now with the yeah. uh, with the Uyghur Muslims and shit like that? Yeah, you know? like all this yeah. shit that's going on around the world, and you, they're definitely there's they, there's some people out there that want to hurt uh not only the United States but a lot of other countries. But um, I think that 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 conversation is pretty interesting. The fact that uh. Amazon and Microsoft have that power now, but I'm glad that it's with them in a way because if you went with a smaller company It's a lot easier most likely uh, Microsoft and Amazon have the unlimited resources as we talked about before to uh, control these types of hacks a lot better they still happen against them, but They're a lot more controlled. I feel and uh, I feel like it's easy to trust these two companies more than any other company so Anyway, I think that'll end it off today. Uh, thank you all for joining us on the podcast. This is episode two. Um, I'm like I said, I'm really enjoying doing these podcasts. I think it, uh, Dakota is really enjoying it. Kyle, I'd say you're pretty, you're pretty yeah. down on it, and uh, we're gonna keep doing them. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye out for episode three. We're gonna try to keep having some interesting topics, some interesting uh, conversations with you guys. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast over here, over here on YouTube. If we decide to, I was going to see um, if I could post it to mm. stuff like Spotify, maybe SoundCloud and stuff like that. So yeah, it might be able to. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We might, we might have to think on that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Might, might so like, like maybe maybe if it gets a little bit more traction in the. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh... I hope you guys enjoyed it, though. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode.